I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. The Indian auto industry might have to bid goodbye to small cars. Why, you ask? That's our story for the day. In the latest developments, as reported by Economic Times, since the demand for smaller cars has decreased in India, global auto manufacturers are discontinuing their hatchback models. Nissan, for example, recently ended production of their Datsun hatchback. The Honda Jazz 2 will be phased out of production next year. According to reports, utility vehicles' popularity has grown exponentially, reaching new highs in the financial year of 2021 and 2022. For the first time in India's auto history, the sales of SUV, which is sport utility vehicles, and MPV, which stands for multi-purpose vehicles, has outperformed hatchback sales in the last financial year. This indicates a significant shift in customer preferences in the domestic automobile industry. The Economic Times report also suggests hatchback sales have mostly been limited to the top three companies: Maruti Suzuki, Hyundai, and Tata Motors. Other manufacturers have shifted their focus to utility cars. A Times Now report says small car sales volume has dropped from half to one third in the past five years. Sedan's market share has also shrunk from eighteen percent to about eight to nine percent over the same time period. However, the utility vehicle market share has nearly doubled from 25% to over 50% in the last few years. As per our understanding, the gap between utility vehicles and hatchback sales will widen even further in the current fiscal year. The development in the small and mid-size SUV classes could be one of the primary factors of this increase in sales. It's not just that, even MPV sales and production have grown significantly. As per Maruti Suzuki, India's decision to make six airbags compulsory in passenger cars will raise the price of the car. Small, low-cost cars will also suffer as a result of this decision. So it looks like we all have to say goodbye to small cars sooner than later. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business. policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought i am farheen khan and here's the deep dive for april 19th 2022 for the deep dive today what's up with sequoia capital lately the firm has been big on corporate governance firstly in layman's terms corporate governance refers to the set of rules policies and protocols that a corporation uses to guide and manage its operations and it's important to remember that poor or bad corporate governance can raise questions about a company's performance and overall profitability for example after big businesses such as enron and worldcom ran out of funds as a result of fraudulent practices corporate governance became a prominent issue in the united states but this isn't simply a concern for big corporations startups too are over ambitious while being driven is not a bad thing Taking the wrong route to achieve your goals might not be the best way to go about it. Now let's see what's happening within India's startup ecosystem. As per many media reports, several of Sequoia's high-profile firms have recently been investigated for potential financial misconduct and poor corporate governance. 
For example, fintech startup Bharat Pay, social commerce company Trell, and Singapore-based e-commerce startup Zilingo are under scrutiny at the moment. The income tax officials recently conducted inspections at Zetworks headquarters, which is financed by Sequoia Capital for alleged tax cheating. Additionally, Ankiti Bose, the founder and CEO of Singapore-based Zilingo, was dismissed earlier this month after allegedly finding financial irregularities in the company's finances. And of course, Ashneer Grover, yes, from Shark Tank India, and Bharatpay's co-founder too was suspended because he participated in financial mismanagement and also for breaching corporate governance. Sequoia's latest blog post addressed the matter, citing bad corporate governance as the catalyst. It stated that it will act strongly to willful misconduct and fraud at any of its portfolio companies. Sequoia's approach to rectify the problems were also detailed in the blog post. The firm said it will provide governance workshops for founders and senior management as well as assuring the adoption of whistleblower policies. The firm indicated that it will undertake proactive steps to achieve additional compliance across its portfolio firms. And Sequoia isn't the only firm seeking for good corporate governance. Sanjeev Bhikchandani, co-founder of InfoEdge, also agrees. He took to Twitter to say that good governance leads to higher valuations. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.